A University of Auckland associate professor says there's concern that cases of meningococcal disease will continue to climb this year. The latest stats by Environmental Science and Research show cases jumped in 2022 by more than 50% when compared to 2021. Pacific and Māori children have three to five times the rate of meningococcal disease than other children. Helen Patusas Harris talks to Caleb Fotheringham about the disease. Firstly, is it okay if you just tell me what meningococcal disease is? The disease arises when a bacteria, the meningococcus, is able to move from the nose and the throat and invade the rest of the body. And it can cause meningitis. It can cause, um, like the bacteremia, where you get, you know, those rashes that you can sometimes see photos of. And sometimes people can present with both of those. Right. And the consequences of the disease is quite severe. Yeah. It's a, look, it's a very rare disease, fortunately, but it's also potentially very severe with a high fatality rate, but also a very high rate of people being left with permanent disabilities. And is there a higher risk of this disease spreading as we head into winter? Yeah, one of the things that can increase the risk is when we've got certain viruses circulating. So yes, it can increase during those months. Also, when people are more likely to be clustered inside and um, having, you know, crowded conditions, etc. Associated with those things, that do increase the risk of the infectious diseases. Right. So is it more because people are close together than the temperature getting cooler? Is that sort of more of the reason? Um, there's actually still a lot that is not well known about what causes this disease to suddenly go from just being a very occasional hum in the background to an epidemic. And it, it's one of those diseases that does have the capability of going epidemic, and that periodically happens. So last year, Māori and Pacifica, they were disproportionately impacted by meningococcal disease. Do you know what the reason is for this? No, look, I don't think we really, we, we do know all of the reasons. Of course, there's the usual contributing factors of being more likely to have living conditions that are, you know, cold and damp and overcrowded. But there's a lot of other things too that might contribute. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a disease that's got quite a kind of a complex range of things and, and some things or a collection of things can serve to trigger an invasive infection in, say, an individual, or um, as well trigger an outbreak of the disease as well. So seeing a lot more cases than you might normally expect. So really tricky, but it's, it's been trending upwards for some time. So it's a significant concern. Right, trending upwards in Māori and Pacifica cases? In everybody, but yes. I mean, Māori and Pacifica certainly, absolutely um, carry a huge burden. But this is a disease that can affect, it can affect everybody, or in particular age groups too. So we've got, you know, the kids under five years old, and also there's kind of another high-risk period during adolescence and young adulthood. Okay, and the cases, you, know, you sort of alluded to it before, it's trending upwards in 2021 to 2022 by over 50%. Can we expect another increase this year? I think that's what's got people worried. Um, of course, you know, with the pandemic, like a lot of infectious diseases, we, we saw we saw it drop right away, which is great. Um, but it, it seems to, it, it's looking like the trends are trying to get back on track to where they were and they had been trending upwards for quite some time. So it's a big concern. Yeah, I think it's worth noting, though, as well, 2022 was still less than 2019 previously to the pandemic. 
that's right. I mean, you know, we really did did have a little bit of a holiday from some of these diseases, but um, unfortunately, it's, it's trending back on up. So it's concerning. Yeah. Is there anything that we can do to make sure it doesn't continue to trend up? Well, one of the most important things that we can do for a disease like this, and like I said, it is really rare, but when it strikes, it's devastating. Um, we do have effective vaccines. So I think that's an important uh, consideration is to access the vaccines, which are now funded for a lot of the high-risk uh, groups for this disease. Do you know what the vaccination rate is for meningococcal? No, look, it's only just been introduced and funded into the program, and I don't know what the uptake of that is looking like at this stage. Anything for for parents and people who are around young children, anything that they can look out for? It tends to present with a classic sort of flu-like symptoms, and of course it's harder in, in real young children who can't sort of tell you how they're feeling, but people might get a headache or a stiff, a stiff neck. People might have a rash start to appear. It can be present in a number of ways and it can be quite hard early on to diagnose. So if you, you, know, you are concerned, it's best to seek prompt attention. Go to see the doctor.